0: friends, welcome to Simplifying Retail Podcast. Today I have a very special friend. Uh, he has been my friend from Far East Indonesia. He has been the CEO of Book My Show and uh, he was running that particular company as a CEO very successfully and now he is in Middle East region and now he is heading uh, as a CEO as a Chief Business Officer of one of my favorite brand which I love from my heart called Lens Cart.com. You guys must have heard about this brand if you are from uh, Indian uh, territory. This is one of the category leaders. It's one of the brand which has made direct to consumer section and created a revolution in eyewear. And uh, Sudhir. Let me introduce you to my friend called Sudheed Sayal. He is the s- Chief Business Officer for Landscard Middle East and he is now conquering uh, the uh, GCC market with his concept called Landscard.com. Welcome Sudheed on my show.
1: Ritesh, it's an absolute pleasure to be here. It's an honor and congratulations to you, Ritesh, for this amazing podcast show and your service to the retail industry. Uh, Sudhir, so I
0: should be congratulating you for opening your first store in Dubai Festival City. Friends, if you happen to be in Dubai, please make sure that you. Uh, come and check out this store. It's a unique uh, store which according to me, I was in three years back when I got uh, exposed to this brand in New Delhi in their showroom in Knott Place and I was totally blown away. They had that time launched uh, something called uh, augmented reality tools into their store. All their, uh, you know, the glasses, frames, lenses were really uh, very fashionable and practical at the same time. So, uh, we start. Sudhir is going to share his vision, his mission for 2022 for his brand in the Middle East and how he is going to take forward. Uh, Sudhir, coming to my first question how is the transition I know you from book my show days you know you have been into event marketing where you are selling the tickets and now you are selling a commodity like a lenses I am saying friends commodity because those people who have uh, you know the uh, vision uh, correction requirement this uh, eyeglasses is a commodity for them so how you are selling this
1: community uh, commodity from uh, tickets to a product I think this is a great question Ridesh however I think centrally with every business, uh, I believe in the maxim of people, service, and profits, which True. means that first you have to build and look after your own people, and that is common across any business. You could be in oil and gas or coal or whatever it may be. First, people number one, right? So your people have to be extremely important, and how you look after them. Two is service. How do you look after the quality of service to your customers, and that has to have immense attention to detail, right? True, and. Once you look at those two, the profits are automatically and That's common across all industries. Now, when you look at entertainment um, versus here, there are some similarities. Number one, um, creating a brand is very common in both, and brand building is extremely important because that creates loyalty, where people keep coming back, right? True. And that's that's common in across both. Number one. Number two, at some level. Um, Uh, in live events on cinema you're working with big venues Mm. and here as well you're working with big venues but the venues are retail stores right so they're centrally but I guess the big difference is this is a 24-hour business live events is sporadic live events is also more highs and lows and um, uh, retail also is a a big daddy of most businesses right it's a huge business extremely interesting extremely in-depth and Ritesh was one of the first people I met when I made this transition. True. And he piqued my curiosity in terms of learning more about his oh, So you thank you, Sudhir. Ritesh.
0: Most welcome, Sudhir. Uh Friends, uh, if you know about, or if you uh, you want to know about Lenscard.com, it started from India by a gentleman called Mr. Piyush Bansal. Correct me if I'm right yes, in uh, taking his name. And uh, it was uh, why it created the buzz in the market. Because it, India, in India, if you are from India, this particular uh, category. Has been very fragmented. Piyush Bansal brought this concept very integrated. Uh, the all the opticians as an in into the ecosystem and launched his own brand. That was something very revolutionary uh, in his uh, idea and vision. And uh, to, it started like a digital native brand. It was direct to consumer. That comes to my second question, uh, uh, Sudhir why this transition you guys started as a direct to consumer digital brand
1: e-commerce why into physical store now so i think you know fundamentally um, we realize that once you want to grow and expand it's not a function of physical i think it's a function of the power of omnichannel right omni channel is extremely powerful because you facilitate consumer journeys from online to offline from offline to online and i think those who do only one of the two they are missing out because Consumers are, you know, consumers are fickle minded, some consumers have certain preferences. Eyewear is a category, is a category which people some people are comfortable not buying online. Some people are comfortable buying online. Some people are comfortable buying, online, some are comfortable buying offline. Some people mm-hmm. want touch and feel feel, some people don't. True. As a business, why should we ignore the people who are not comfortable buying online? So right.
0: this is another touch point. Exactly. Okay. It is a touch
1: point, but it's also digitally focused where we are moving people across different Touch points, right? So we, you on, know, online we send people to stores and we say do a free eye checkup. Offline we say everything is being bought online. You can also go online. So it's it's at Eden. So let me tell you, Lenskart is fundamentally centered on three premises. One is high on tech and AR. So if you look at the uh, looker screen there, you have where you can try out thousands of thousands of of augmented reality, which is also an app, and you can buy immediately, right? So we believe in this concept of being playfully addictive mm. right and uh, and and uh, and we believe this concept of addictive playfulness means that people want to try out different brands people want to try out try out um, different styles and that will in effect lead to engagement that's number 1 right um, and and um, number two is we are at heart a direct-to-consumer brand, which means we manufacture uh, at our plants in uh, China or in India and we go sell straight to the consumer. And this, this means that we have our own brands. And what that does is that it helps us to give tremendous value to the customer in terms of price because um, some of our competitors, which are like houses of brands, which are Maghrabi's aljabas, were selling brands, they have numerous middlemen to pay off right through the value chain and they have the bradas and gucci's of the world who they have to pay off but fundamentally the eyewear is all manufactured in very similar places all coming from the same place it's just these layers of brands on top and we believe that the future is direct to consumer and there are huge brands that have been created like all Wins and shoes or whatever it may be which are direct to consumer brands and we want to be the number one direct to consumer brand in terms of eyewear right? so and finally I, let me yeah. just finish is we have created our own brands which are extremely powerful right so you have John Jacobs, you have Vincent Chase, uh, you have Lenskart Air, we have our own contact lens brand, Aqualens, which is extremely powerful. So, so we have created our own house of brands and hence, in some way to compare us with the Aljabas, Magrabis, it's not a fair comparison. It's like comparing Zara with a, with a, a Gallery Lafayette, right? Because they have they don't have their own brands. I mean, they have mm. a few, but they don't have too many. Ours, is 90% of their own brands
0: when you say uh, for the clarity friends own brands is something like a it's like a 90% private label, yeah, white, label uh, brand, white label brands yeah. you can find the similar style in international brands but this is uh, when it comes to the fashion part aspect of the frames it's similar to what the designer wear is on. i mean now. it's
1: all we have our own designers we have our own studios okay. i mean whether it's similar to other brands or not i won't comment but i what i can comment is that it's uh that this that you please visit our store and you will be uh, amazingly mesmerized by the offers and by the quality of fiber we have it at very very inclusive prices
0: so what is the component uh, it's a technical question what is the fashion component percentage of fashion versus basics in a fashion when we uh, talk about fashion retail there is a component called fashion if you are a fast forward fashion brand like Forever 21 the fashion would be 70 and basic would be 30 but if you are like uh, same model goes for Zara and H&M and all but other brands will be 30% fashionable 70% so we don't
1: really look at it like that because, because for us the market is if you look at dividing it it's eye and sun right mm. uh, and if you and we believe that the, that the consumer has become uh, so aspirational today that everything has to be fashionable mm. like look at you Ritesh you are wearing these really cool green glasses I mm. don't think you were wearing these 10 years ago right exactly. I, I don't think you care I, I don't think you care right exactly so, but today you care right? earlier
0: I remember when I started wearing glasses when I was 7 years old but you are a
1: good looking guy anyway so <laughs> thank every, you I think every, that compliment. Every, everything will look good on you
0: <laughs> that's a compliment Sudhir Uh, Sudhir that brings me uh, to my third question Uh, so uh, when you started this as a tech company so are you currently you have built up your business based on technology or it's based on the product uh, orientation so I think that
1: I think the question is is we are an omni-channel company at heart right and omni-channel also means building a plant Hmm. right Hmm. so to say that we we have technology in our DNA right but it requires everything to make it work right and I think that's true of any global company I mean if you look at Amazon right Amazon is not only a technology company I mean hmm. there's there's some there's a lot of various elements in doing right. Amazon work right? right and two, I think for any company to say they're only a technology company is not right really
0: so uh, when it comes to Middle East say uh, festival city if somebody buys a glasses and the lenses are powered so do you have you will manufacture it in Middle East or how does that so, the supply so, chain so, works? So, you know we
1: are similar to many leading e-commerce companies here we want to centralize our production and the reason we do that is so that we can offer you tremendous value and also make logistics easy mm-hmm. right so when you make a purchase here for sunglasses you just pick it up from the rack mm-hmm. when you when you when you pick up glasses and you want the power to power Almost instantly, the order goes to our our plant in um, in on the outskirts of Gurgaon, right? Okay. The power is customized.
0: Okay. Within
1: two point five days, it's shipped from there. Wow. And reaches you in within four days, right? Wow. And we've that the customer is comfortable waiting for four days. He doesn't really care because this is the exactly. second or third pair he's buying. And it's shipped here, and then he comes here, he, he tries it out again, and he takes it home.
0: Wow. So this uh, glasses will be customized uh, exactly. as per so the. Exactly. when you
1: see it here, we'll send you a fresh piece.
0: Okay, and that piece comes directly from um, your plant in uh, Bilbao. Bilbao.
1: And we have okay. plans now of setting up a plant here in Abu Dhabi. We have, we have plans now of, of a, entering the Saudi market in a big way. That's we, great. 25% of the world needs needs um, uh, vision correction or right. help of some sort. And, and um, on, it's only 30-40% of them which those needs are being uh, looked at. And we believe eye care can be accessible to all. True. Uh, so... There, uh,
0: what do you see? Uh, this? You know, we are uh, at the end of 2021, and one of the f- most uh, common question that is going around is, what retail trends do you see in uh, next two years in Middle East? What is your perspective I think and opinion? I think it's
1: a great question. I think that um, firstly, there's this immersion of um, of um, virtual reality, augmented reality, and the retail experience. You look at what Charlotte Tilbury is doing. Look at what even our competitor, Maghrabi is doing. You're right. And um, look at uh, look at what uh, Rayban came up with, right? Or look at various categories. And I think that's one part of it, right? I think the second part of it is this omni-channel experience, mm. and with loyalty being thrown in, right? And easy loyalty. I think that's also compelling, right? That's the second part where you, you're saying, let's let us acknowledge that some that consumers, lot of consumers want to buy both offline, online. Let us acknowledge that, and let us let us help him with that. Let mm-hmm. us facilitate. Let us That is work with the the slope as opposed to working against the slope.
0: True. So your mainly focus is on the customer acquisition which is uh, online as well as physical uh, into the retail, bringing it into your ecosystem.
1: Right. I think online and offline are meshed as one. Exactly. Uh, uh, Ritesh has bought online. Yes. He has bought offline. Today he might buy online, tomorrow he might buy offline.
0: And personally, as a personal shopper, I prefer to touch and uh, feel. I'm not a... Uh, yes, I check for prices online, but I end up shopping it inside Also, store. I
1: think that, you know, I think what the pandemic has told us... Yes. ...is that personal happiness, joy... Yes. ...doing things you love. Giving yourself happiness is most important, right? And mm-hmm. retail enables that. People in, in a retail mall, they are happy. There's a certain chemical True. that gets infused and people are happy while walking in a mall. And it's creating those experiences... In a mall, which is exciting, we are going to have great things happening. We're going to have an amazing opening. Our uh, store staff are going to learn flash dances, right? There's, there's if we want to create a carnival-like atmosphere. Wow,
0: that's amazing. Yeah,
1: and I, and eyewear is is a part of it.
0: Great. Right. So what I see Lenskart is a fashion care.
1: Absolutely, and it's a lifestyle brand. If great. you look over here, people are chilling. They're comfortable. You can spend an hours here. We give you. Uh, something Friends, with I would sweets. suggest
0: each one of you to go to their website and check thousands of frames and the styles that they have uh, on their online connection uh, collection and uh, it's an amazing website personally i am a big fan in fact uh, i had done a case study on lanskart even before i could uh, even before sudhir could join lanskart i had done that case study in 2019 and it's there on my website uh, retailritesh.com you can uh, go through that case study uh, sudhir coming to my last question is more on a uh, personal. Sure. I'm talking as to a friend. Sure. Have you ever failed in your life? Yeah, yeah. And what lessons have you learned from that failure? I've
1: failed multiple times in my life, right? And I think that uh, um, that I've been fortunate to uh, uh, to recover in some part from those failures. But failures are uh, failures a stepping stone is is a common uh, saying that is that is that is often repeated. But I would actually say that you are not complete in your journey and experiences as human being if you have not failed and if you only succeeded then you know uh, you have not experienced life completely and I have failed uh, in probably uh, every three four years once badly right and um, I have what I have realized from my failures is that often failures happen when you are not leading a balanced life Mm. and you know I met up with a life coach recently and the balanced life means maintaining social maintaining spiritual Maintaining something fun for yourself, True. Uh, career, um, and the emotional relationship side, and I think a lot of people prioritize only one out of these five or two, and that causes problems. And also, if you prioritize only money, as opposed to a search for meaning, mm. um, and what is your meaning, what is your ikigai is something, you need to ask yourself. True. And if you prioritize only money, because money is is once you money is also Cheap at some point. You're a lot right. of people have money, but yes. it's it's a, what you are drawn to is sophistication, caliber, um, uh, class, right? At some level, and and I think it comes from meaning when you need to reflect yourself. That is what's going to help you lead and live a truly meaningful life.
0: That's an amazing insight, Sudhir. Uh, Sudhir, I had this question in my Wait, mind. You said the last
1: question. Really? <laughs> no, there is one
0: bonus question for you. It's on. I have known you as a CEO, as a leader. Uh, I have never met Mr. Piyush. I want to understand from you, mouth, uh, how is his leadership style and how he is able because when I see you, you're always charged up, full of energy, full of passion. The moment you come into the store. The store gets a different atmosphere, different vibes when Sudhir enters. So what is how Mr. Piyush Bansal leadership is imbibing in you or how you are imbibing, uh, taking his vision and implementing within your team? What is his
1: leadership sure. style? So, sure. Piyush is an amazing leader. Actually, I go back with him almost a decade or maybe more. And I, I was, um, he was in his first venture, uh, which was Search My Campus. I was in ET now and he, I sort of worked with him as a consultant while he was setting it up. And uh for maybe three, four months, and then we kept in touch hmm. right um, but he's an amazing leader, and I think uh, if you think I have energy, he has three x energy, and wow, he has amazing vision, mm-hmm. and he also knows the right balance of being involved in and not being involved right because at some level you need to be Delegate. able to um, take your hands off right and he is at a very young age, he has built an amazing company um and uh, and he's also learning like all of us right and uh, um, the journeys just start getting started, as they say. Picture of Bibaki, oh, Very nice.
0: Well said, uh, Sudhir. Friends, have you heard about one thing the between the lines? The t- key take out of the leadership insight is leader at some point takes the hands away. They believe in delegation, they believe in empowerment. So thank you, Sudhir, for taking time out and sharing your lovely insight and plans about landscape.com for the Middle East region. Uh, Thank you Sudhir, I would uh, absolute, really appreciate Absolute appish. pleasure
1: Ritesh and happy to support you in all your endeavors. Wish Thank you all you. the best.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you friends and do check uh, out the uh, case study which I have on my website on Lenskart. It's one of the, uh, uh, you know, the D2C uh, remarkable brand and they have created a, a
1: revolution in the industry. So keep following RetailRitesh.com. Thank you.